everybody, and welcome back to the Spiritual Leaders uh, with Darren and Laura Baldwin. Uh, Laura broke the easy button after the last podcast. No, she didn't really, but I have I it. Have. I have it far, far away from her on this set. So, in, if, in case I want to grab it, I can run and grab it and bring it, and uh, she'll do nothing about it. But anyway, Laura, I, you, baby, I'm. I love working with you for starters. Uh, I mean. <laughs> what? I just what? noticed what shirt you're wearing. What do you mean? That does not match. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I did not pick that outfit out. Wow. What? That is teal and that is green. Dude, I no. see people wearing, cool no. people wearing stuff like this. That's not cool. It's, it's called wow. layering. Okay. See, if I had like. <laughs> I'm going to have to like. Laura, at you next time. Before you out there, does this outfit look like it doesn't match? You're not listening. You're not listening to the podcast over there, (laughs) film crew. Does my shirt match? Yeah, see, he's shaking his head. All right, well, I apologize. It's okay. I just want to focus on your shirt. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) That was easy. Uh, All right. Anyway, as I started to say. I really love working with you. And then you told me my outfit was ugly. <laughs> it just doesn't match. But. Uh, getting back into the subject at hand. No, we we were really touching on some powerful stuff last week about faith. And gosh, Laura, you know, it's like one minister that we, we know and, and have listened to uh, a lot over the years. He said he was in a conference one time and the minister he was just in the audience and the minister got up that was there speaking. And he said, the guy didn't get 30 seconds into his message. And this other minister telling the story said, I like him. He said, he's got faith. Yeah. And you, you recognize it. You said that last week in the podcast, you said about listening to ones. And let me tell you folks, we're talking about, we got the difference in faith messages, it's like Earth compared to Pluto. Yeah. I mean, Pluto is a planet, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. Uh, there are two different worlds. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to a message that will literally, it will put you in bondage. Um, the scripture speaks about that. It, it, Paul said, don't allow others to entangle you again mm-hmm. with a yoke of bondage. Now, I yeah. know what he was talking about in the context of that scripture, not allowing teachings of the law, et cetera, to come upon you. But the point is there are messages that will feed the spirit of faith in all of us. Yeah. And you were just talking about that. And it's so important, and that's what we're doing here. Well, to live a life of victory. I mean, to, to make it in this life, really to fulfill the call, the destiny, those th- you know, that's what's on the inside of you, it's going to take faith. And then we mentioned Hebrews eleven six last week about without faith, it's impossible to please God. But I was just reading the verse, so but without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, but I love this part, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So when you live that life of faith. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't passing by that. Read that again. That is powerful. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. Okay, we got to establish that, folks, without faith. If you're not walking by faith, living by faith, you're You're not not able to actually please God. So people have this works mentality. I'm going to work. I'm going to do all these things good so that God will accept me. I just, I just love God. No, I just love God. Whatever, no, no, whatever he no, wants, none of that whatever will be, will God. be. 
None of yeah. that pleases God. What pleases God is faith. It's faith. Somebody, I want you to finish that verse in a second. I heard a minister say this years ago. The number one thing that pleases God is when you and I, his children, yeah. believe him. Yeah, well, that's it. Believe You're him. taking him at his word. You're actually believing what the scriptures say about healing, about walking in wholeness, about walking about living in, in abundance, Christ. living in yeah, Christ, all of those wonderful of things. So without yeah. faith, it's impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who you know diligently what? seek him. I have heard that verse and read it probably hundreds of times. When you just said that just then, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek yeah. him, I don't know. Maybe maybe I have in the past. I can't think of a time but where I connected the first part of that verse. Without faith, mm-hmm. it's impossible to please God. Then he said, because we've got to come to him and we've got to believe that he yeah. is, right? And we've also got to believe that he's yeah. a rewarder of those who diligently mm-hmm. seek him, which is to say that God is a rewarder of those who walk by faith. Yes. Like without faith, yes. he's not going to be able to reward us. Yeah. It's like faith is brings the reward well, because we're yeah. we're walking out what God said. I mean, said. that's like, that's the formula in a sense. You mm. know, I mean, God has, there's, there's spiritual laws that are set into motion. You know, we believe that, you know, you give and you receive. That's Gosh. just a spiritual law. That's how the Lord is able to supernaturally multiply and to bless. Mm. It's not, you know, by us hoarding and trying to save up, but it's actually being generous. And because you're trusting you're, the yep, Lord, it's a faith. You're move. honoring Him, and so then you give Him something to work with. And it's the same with this: when you believe God, when you take Him at His word, then all of a sudden it's like those are the the components to you know if you're baking a cake and you've got all the little ingredients there, it'll create that cake. It'll make that cake. So but good. if you're withholding, you're not believing, you're wavering, then you don't have all those components that'll make that delicious cake that you so can enjoy. Good. Um, I want to I want to just go over like a couple illustrations because sometimes an illustration or a story or an example of someone uh, it just it helps us to see the the just how easy this is. But yeah. I was thinking of two in particular stories. One was actually it's it's a book and it was actually from a a woman who became a minister. Her name was Lillian B. Yeoman, mm-hmm. and uh, she wrote a book. I, I believe it's called The Praise Cure. Uh, she, in anyway, it's, it's a lot in the book, but her specific story, I believe it was her specific story of healing, uh, at least one instance of healing that she had, um, I forgot it wasn't chicken pox, smallpox, I mm-hmm. think. And she had all these, you know, they get all over your body, like chicken pox or whatever. And she said she was just in a lot of pain, bedridden, all these different things. And she said she prayed and she, <coughs> excuse me, asked God for healing. And she believed what God said about that, she received her healing. So then she said that the the, the smallpox were still there, which mm-hmm. people of faith, Laura, you nailed it last week by saying, we walk by faith, not by what we see. So yeah. if, we're, if we're looking at symptoms or physical circumstances and, and not what we're believing, then we're not walking by faith or living by and faith. And then you'll fail to see the manifestation. Yes, you'll fail because your eyes are on the wrong thing, yeah. right? It's like one minister said, most Christians 
when they're checking to see if they're believing God, they check the dipstick as if to say, check your oil in your car, the dipstick of their feelings or emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's the wrong dipstick. You're never going to be able to receive from God if you walk by feelings or emotions. But anyway, this woman, uh, Lillian Beoman, she said the Lord ministered to her and said, you know, basically you you have asked me for this and whatever, and and you believed you received it, et cetera. Uh, But he said, just praise me. Just praise me for the answer. And, you talk about a demonstration of faith, right? She didn't need to pray and ask God again for healing. She had already done that. She believed that God's word was true. She believed that when she prayed, God heard her. She believed she was praying in line yeah. with God's word. And then the Lord just said to her, just praise me for well, for the answer. Remember, what was it? The scale. The, the praise basket. Yeah, yeah, she saw like it was out of Her worries balance. and concerns and sicknesses were weighing. Yeah, Her yeah. focus was on that. And then her praise wasn't, you know, the Lord said, your praise basket is empty. Yeah. Yeah. So she got a picture of that. So she just began to praise God. Filled up that basket. Yeah. She praised all the night through, right? I think it was within that night or the next morning, she was completely, you know, uh, well uh, physically from those smallpox, right? But she praised him. While the smallpox was still evident, while the pain was still in her body, that's when she praised him. Uh. Laura, these stories are endless. You mentioned uh, Abraham, which is obviously a, a scriptural illustration, um, how that, well, you didn't give so many of the specifics last week, but he was 100 years old. Sarah, his wife, was 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Lord spoke to him and said, you're going to be the father of many nations. He didn't even have a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because his wife was barren mm-hmm. her entire life. She was, the wife was barren. Now she's gone through the, the, the change of life as a woman, she could not have a child even if she wanted to at yeah. this point, 90 years old. The Bible says, Laura, Abraham believed God. Yeah. He believed, not only did he believe God, he believed that what God said was coming to pass. He received it, yeah. right? Not only did he believe it, but he and his wife had intimacy at 100, and, 100 years old and 90, mm-hmm fully expecting to conceive a child. Yeah. I mean, what, where, why do we not comprehend this? Most, a a lot, I should say, of Christians struggle with, does God even hear me? What is God's will about healing? Does God want me to prosper? Uh, Can God use me in the area of ministering to others? We don't even have the will of God settled in our heart. Never mind, do we believe it or not? Yeah. No, but yeah. the, the, the principles of faith, right? We've got to hear from God. We've got to believe that. Then you've got to act on it, right? Mm-hmm. That's faith in a nutshell right there. <coughs> I was thinking about another uh, story. <coughs> Excuse me. That's why I got my water. But um, uh, one of the more outstanding stories of faith in God uh, was the one that Smith Wigglesworth told. I think it was in his one of his books or uh, Ever Increasing Faith. I can't remember. But uh, it's the woman that he prayed for, or I don't know if he specifically prayed for her, but she had a goiter on her neck. Mm-hmm. Remember this story? Yeah. I do. And I don't know if she, I think she went down, she had hands laid on her, mm-hmm. uh, and she, for that specific thing, 
that to, for God to heal that and remove that. And from then her they body. had like testimony night, and she gets yep, up. She and gets up. She thanks God that you thank know, you, Lord, that I'm healed. Totally healed. Goiter's still there. She's just <laughs> yep. thanking the Lord. Well, then a full year went by. Yep. She went back to that meeting. Yep. They had testimony service. She gets up. She just begins. Last year, laid hands. I yep, was healed. I believe I'm healed. Thanking. Well, thank God. No, she said she was healed. She, she said, Not, "Thank God, I'm healed." Yeah, I'm yep. healed. And she was just celebrating, and people were looking at her, thinking, "Well, She's I see." I see the quarter. Yep. And then I believe another year went I think by. it was two or three years. And it Laura. was another testimony service. And she gets up there and she just begins to glorify, magnify God, thanking him that she had been healed two years previously when hands had been laid. She was so excited. Well, then she gets, I think, in an elevator and some some people were in there with her. And they They're just began to her. mock her and said, what are you doing? You're making a fool of yourself here. You're testifying. And clearly the goiter is still there. And then she prayed this prayer to God, not to those people. She said, God, show these men what you and I have believed this whole while, that I am healed. Mm -hmm. She said within that moment or within moments after, that goiter literally disappeared from her neck. But the most powerful part about that story, that woman believed God. Yeah. It, it wasn't even about the circumstance of the goiter. And and listen, I don't know why it took so long for that thing to, to, to occur. That's not my issue to worry about. That's it. I'm not focused We're on time. We're just to believe and to act on whatever the and Lord act tells. Like it's true. Yeah, act like it's true. And if the Lord tells you something to do, then you do it. I thought about this uh, illustration. I wish I could remember the name of these ministers, but uh, I, I, his name, uh, it's not coming to my mind, but he was a pastor. Uh, in his probably 70s, uh, I want to say, maybe maybe younger, maybe younger, uh, maybe 60s, and he uh, was diagnosed with a heart condition. Mm -hmm. And he goes goes to the doctor, he has a heart condition, he's basically there, he's a, a pastor of a church. He said it got to the point where he could barely get enough strength to go and minister in his church on Sunday morning for that weekly service. And then he said right after the service, he would immediately go back and get in bed and be there the whole week. He had no strength, no energy. And he said he decided to take a couple of weeks off from ministry. He went up to a cabin somewhere that he owned or had or whatever. And he said, I'm going there just to do this. I'm going to settle. I'm going to bring my Bible and I'm going to go through the word of God and I'm going to determine, is it God's will for me to be healed? So he did two weeks. He said he night and day poured through the scriptures and he said this, at the end of the two weeks, he was firmly persuaded mm -hmm. that it was God's will for him to be healed. Yeah. This, is a, this is years ago. And he said, he, he prayed, this was his statement. He said, when I was a young man, he named his age, he said, I received Jesus as my savior. He said, now, whatever age he was then, in his maybe 60s or almost 70, he said, I received Jesus as my healer. Yeah. And he said this, he said he went back and he started doing, he received healing from the Lord, right? He received Jesus as his healer, which means he said, I'm healed from this heart condition, right? Anyway, long story short, he, another, uh, some friends or whatever, other ministers, I don't remember, invited him to go climb this mountain, you know? And he, he, he thought about it. He said, well, I'm healed. I, I shouldn't be a problem. I'm going. Well, he gets out there. They start climbing up. All of a sudden, about halfway up this thing, he starts having some alarming heart symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. And he stops right there. And I, I believe he said that, you know, the, the devil said, you're, you're not going to make it up this deal. You're going to die. die right here. And you're going to fall off this mountain, yeah. et cetera. 
And he said, you need to turn around and you need to go back down while you still can. And that pastor, Laura, he stopped and pondered that, that in that moment. And he's, mm. I don't know how long it took, maybe seconds, maybe minutes. Mm. But in that moment, he, he, he could have turned back, which in a sense, no, oh, oh, wait a Now somebody might say, yeah, but sometimes you need to exercise wisdom. That's, that's the, that's the most, uh, that I'm not a big fan of that statement. Well, when man's because, wisdom overrides the word of the Lord, yes. then you, you go with the word of the Lord. You go with the word. So this yeah. guy did that. He sat there and he decided in that moment, he said, if Jesus is my healer, if I believe God, right? What are we talking about? Faith. He said, I'm moving up. Yeah. He said he went, he started climbing up the mountain and set it back down the mountain. He said within just moments, maybe a minute or two, I don't remember the exact mm-hmm. time, but no more than minutes, every one of those symptoms disappeared and never returned. That man's yeah. testimony, Laura, was that he was still preaching on into his 80s. And he said as an 80-year-old, he had more vim and vigor, energy, as a teenager and would almost outwork teenagers in his 80s. What was that? It's faith in God. Well, but there was a moment. There was there a was moment. There was that critical, pivotal moment, and he could choose to continue walking the walk of faith, or he could choose to rest his eyes, you know, on the feelings, the symptoms, all of the, those alarming things and retreat really from the life of faith. So how often do we, we all, we have those moments, those pivotal, critical moments in our life, whether we're believing God for healing, for a child, um, in a a job situation, breakthrough, financial, financial, whatever it may be, you will be faced. The enemy will make sure that there is this little pivotal moment that he can kind of get a jab in there and he'll wait to see if you react, if you respond. What is uh, 1 Peter 5, 8, right? Yeah, the devil, your adversary roams about like a roaring lion, seeking seeking whom he may devour. So it's like he's looking, he's like he's poking and he's prodding and he's going to see, are you going to respond? Are you going to react? But if you choose to just, you know, dismiss those, those little pokings and those proddings, then, and, and you continue to keep your eyes on the promise of God and you're not moved, you're going to walk in the that. fullness of God. You won't be shortchanged. And I think that's what happens a lot Hold with fast. believers is we yeah. get shortchanged. Yep. It's not on and then God's it's one of those, end. And then it's one of those, this, is, this was God's will no, where I am. No, it's not on God's <laughs> no, no, no. end. It's just the, the enemy <laughs> came in, he poked, he <clears throat> prodded, and we responded to it. Mm. So, you know, just know that there will be, most oftentimes, there will be a moment that there will be a poking and there will be a prodding, yeah. but you cannot be moved nope. by that. And, and it's just simple how you do that, Laura. It, we said it last week in the podcast. If God said it. Yeah. I mean, this is not hard. If God said it, said yeah. what? Said whatever it is that you're believing for. If God said it, I believe it, that. that settles settles it. it. There's no need for me to go back and forth on that. No, this is faith 101. If God said it, I believe it, that 
settles it. Because if you go back to that wavering, that back and you forth. You won't receive anything. You won't That's receive. And it's not It's not on God. Nope. Because God is faithful oh to my his gosh, word. That, when you sh- hold fast the confession of your faith without wavering, he who promised is faithful. Yep. But you got to hold fast. Hold fast. You got to hold on. You can't loosen the grip. You can't just be moved by every, you know, wind and wave that comes by, but you got to hold steady. Hold fast, and you're not holding fast to yourself. You're holding fast to God. That's you're it. You're holding fast to his promise. That is it. He's faithful, yes. right? Yes. Uh, Laura, ending this podcast, uh, you were talking uh, in the last podcast, or I think we talked in between podcasts about, you know, going into 2024 with faith and expectation. Yeah. Is that... Are we going to have another week to do? We are. Okay, so then yes. we'll pick that up. Yes. I think that'll be good on the on the next podcast. We'll do another on faith. Yeah. But specifically, I think you need to come with your, your, your pen and paper, your note, whatever you write with, and be prepared to, like, catch something by the Spirit of God, yeah. the Spirit of faith, to say, uh, I'm going into 2024 yes. uh, expecting the following things. I know yeah. we're, we're talking about, well, we're – sowing here at the end of the year, you know, doing some special financial sowing because we want to sow in the close of 2023 to go into 2024. We're sending seed ahead. We're sending seed ahead. But more importantly, we're sending faith ahead. Yeah. We're sending faith ahead. So we'll get into that in the, in the next podcast, you know, believe in God uh, for 2024 uh, and, and, you know, kind of working through some stuff to help us you know, lay out what that looks like. So, hey, listen, Lauren, I love you. Uh, We're believing God uh, with you for just wonderful things to happen in your life as you follow the Lord. And uh, we'll see you real soon. God bless.